Pickaxe. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Welcome to the Hot Chat Show. Every guys you should not trust me. Bless you. Good God. <laughs> Amen. That was so good. I mean, A star for effort, definitely. Yeah, wow. incredible. It was really good. <laughs> it just got wild. Yeah. Like Gregorian <laughs> chanting. I like it. Indeed. Thanks, Jesse Newbie. I was listening. I, I was hearing individual sounds there and just hearing they had to record this. It's just like, yeah. oh, there was one that was just like a, oh, like. <laughs> Yeah, Quite again, funny. ASOF for effort. Hello, welcome yeah. to the Hat Chat podcast, episode 62, if wow. we're numbering them, sure. I'm Chris Trott. I'm Ross Holmby. I'm Alex Smith. And we're coming to you live from space this week. We thought we'd have the budget, and yeah. we've gone up. Uh, we took the Blue Orbit uh, Dickmobile up mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Jeff Bezos gave us a little wild ride, and here we are. We've got three seconds before we get back into orbit. True. And, uh, oh, here we go! We get to float <laughs> around. Fun. Pop ping pong pong balls in each other's mouths, mm-hmm. and then Yay. back to us. Maybe a <laughs> skittle or two, and then da- back down again. Um, uh, well, that happened ages ago. That did. We're not dating it. Um, we this are. Did we've already dated ago. it. We've, we've dated it. Now. Damn it! Damn it! Um, it's Friday the thirteenth, guys. That's oh, unlucky yeah. for some, it isn't is. it? It's unlucky for superstitious folk. Um, we don't not consider yourself super superstitious. Cystitis. Not that. I'm a bit cystitis-y, but not suspicious. No. My girlfriend Helen is very superstitious and into all that sort of thing, and so I try and respect it, but other than that, no, it's not anything I care about in terms of... Well, not care about, It's not going to affect your day. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. What if something uh, terrible happens? Unless, Will you associate it with this day just because it's I this day? I think that's how this, this stuff so came about. if you stub your toe, you're going to go, oh, it's because it's Friday the 13th. Ugh! It's very easy. It's, it's yeah. very easy to look at a horoscope and then find a way to weave that narrative into like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's happening. That is me. Man, you've read yeah. me like a book there. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. brains are very good at finding correlation yeah. and uh, causation. So... I think that's where it comes from, what's personally. The other, what's but, the other ones? What know, about stepping on cracks? Or oh, no, stepping on three drains was supposed to be unlucky. Two drains were supposed to be lucky, right? Did you ever Who remember this? Up? I don't know. What about before was, drains existed? It's one of those dumb things at school where it's just like, oh, man, you stepped on three drains. That's unlucky. Did you cross your fingers? That sounds I like you got yeah, that wasn't there, Ross. Some, yeah, I, I've never heard of that before. <laughs> You've not heard of that before? No. Oh, I mean, okay. it's, all, it's all an absolute heap of well, shit, yeah, isn't it? Well, it doesn't mean it's, anything. I think you got shafted there. <laughs> I mean, I, have, yeah, but I wasn't going around going, oh, no, what, what were the drains? What am I stood on now? What if there's drains below the surface? 
No, um, uh, I don't it's wanna, just um, another act of human beings thinking they have more influence on the universe than they have. Like yeah. it, it's just you know the audacity we have of like yeah, I mean yeah, if we follow this set of rules that we've divined about like you know the cosmic relationship between us and our existence, yeah. we'll somehow have an influence on it. And it's like no, you could literally walk out in front of a truck tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, bad luck. Then blame it on the you, day. you avoided you avoided the ladder and you and you walked out in front of a bus. To a black. Do I saw it. a black cat. Yeah. Anyway, but do you have yeah. evidence of that, Alex Smith? No, could you actually? But Ooh. burden is it, what is the burden of proof? Stopping you there, mate. I don't think the burden of proof is is with me on this one. Um, I'm not the one setting the bizarre system of, of rules or or like tasks or beliefs. <laughs> I no, really they've been handed down from your ancestors, and you should yeah. believe them. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just it's just I can see how these things were helpful once upon a time when when we didn't have as many answers and we still don't have all the answers of course mm-hmm. but like it, it's obvious you know like i think religion is the same thing you know religion and and the clerical structures around religion used to form a, not just a, a spiritual function but a, like a governmental f- function you know like you know like churches are where we draw a lot of our records from and things like that mm-hmm. when looking at like populations and things like you know they were they were they were bookkeepers they they performed marriages and things like that that as a function, yeah. a, a civic function, but so now of society. Now governments have changed. A lot of our governments, you know, at least in, well, in the country we live in, have moved away from having the church do the sort of governmental stuff, and it's more spiritual or whatever. But I just think that, like, I understand where these things have come from, but it's up to you as to whether you still indulge in them. I don't mean it doesn't really matter to me, I suppose. But would you ever? Would you have a wank in a church? Yeah, you would. Yeah. yeah. I think churches Trump, are amazing. Do you, do you, do you I, 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 I do love, you know, I love So you're a good, screwing up your face. I mean, I just, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> more curious. I'm trying to think of things that, like you wouldn't normally do in a church. You consider it a holy mm. place. But obviously, if you don't care about that, surely having a wank in a church is fine. Yeah. I wouldn't wank in public. Well, I mean, like, why, that's why I, I, I wouldn't yeah, wank in a church. No yeah. one's there. I mean, I would use a different sort of measuring system before I got <laughs> yes. to that point. I wouldn't do it for the reverb. Let's all do it together. I would not like the if it was if if there was all the other checks and things I'd, uh, and reasons for it were there, I wouldn't be stopped by the fact it was a church. I would yeah. be stopped by like Trot says, just like not being an exhibitionist. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah it's cold. exactly. It's chilly. Like, yeah, what different... if a piece of stained glass caught your eye and you're like, oh, hang on, maybe I do need to work on. You know my my impulse, but yeah, it's so right there. Staring at it looks well, there are good. amazing places. Of Jesus, yeah. I mean, there are oh, amazing look better. structures. Like they are, they are cool <laughs> to look at, right? Like yeah. it's 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 amazing to see and to think that a lot yeah. of them are manufactured with very limited tools and skills at the time, considering mm. and like they're they're more ornate and amazing than a lot of the buildings we put up. Um, yeah, so that's just cool. Exploited labor, yeah. right? Yeah. Still. Um, have you went so, to a church at home? Maybe you can send in your stories to hatchat-films.com. Mm. <laughs> I really want to hear your story about wanking the church. Uh, anyway, what are Thank our you. hypotheticals this week, Chris Crop? Oh, wow. A uh, great lead-in because mm. our Patreon supporters have, have chosen. Brilliant. Thank you, Patreon supporters Thanks. on our Hat Films Patreon. Uh, they've picked out of the three the following question as number one. What cartoon world do you wish you could live in for a week? Oh, okay. So, like, a cartoon that already exists and you want to go into... I, I mean... Shall I'm, I springboard you? Because I've thought about yeah, this in, please. in advance. You go for okay, it. Go on. All right. Pokemon. Pokemon? Oh, yeah, okay. Full, yeah. of, 
full of animals and stuff that and it's mm. legal to capture them and then have them as your battle animals yeah yeah pretty cool yeah. i remember you can go get all the cool, cool badges that's cool and the re- reboot i mean it's pretty wacky reboot <laughs> i can't well, remember reboot, reboot. Oh. i don't want to get stuck in reboot. Like, reboot like can you find a picture of reboot please it's like my nightmare i would be like isn't that like the really poorly cgi'd um it's like really early, early 2000s. 3d stuff yeah. it's ahead of its, it's time i think you'll find yeah those are like actually uh, nightmare world to me as well like anything that's like kind of tron like would yeah. just be I feel like would be with horrible an endless void in. as a skybox yeah. well yeah. they're also they're just completely yeah. devoid of nature aren't they of that's natural because yeah. everything is a straight line or whatever oh, oh there's like, a picture oh. up it looks awful it's really early CGI <laughs> yeah, look how sad they so look. bad man dead behind the eyes <laughs> look at the guy on the left <laughs> it's like they didn't they, they, they didn't stop the to think whether them. they should you know like rather than yeah yeah that's hey they, they pushed the boundaries at the time the reason Lord of the Rings is as good as it is I think well, I mean, hopefully. Well, I hope it had a, some purpose because as a kid at the time who grew up loving sci-fi and was like a 12-year-old, as soon as that shit came on, I turned it off because I was just like, I, I can't... I hate this. I hate yeah. watching this. I loved it. But, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, okay, maybe say, you don't want to live in that for a week, sure. What, what about yours, um, Ross? Just for the pure adventure of it, Rick and Morty, because of the yeah. craziness and the fact that there, You'd have there, to be there's this infinite element to, to it. Yeah. Mm. And also, yeah. yeah, you know, but more likely you're going to be turned into a weird, you know, creature or something. But um, I like the world. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's hectic. And I kind of find that quite fascinating, especially just the multiple universe kind of idea. Yeah. It's having it's a portal a- going, go into a world. Yeah. And, yeah. It's exciting. Um, that's the reason why I actually like the but show. But then so. like re- more like the, the family, the Smith family is like so dysfunctional. And yeah. like your grandfather is an alcoholic who's mm-hmm. like chronically unhappy. I'm not and- part of their family. I'm just in the world. Okay, right. Yeah, but you don't get to go. You yeah. don't get to go to all the cool places, though, unless well, you walk through his portals. This is true. I'd have to yeah. very you need much to know sneak him. into the garage as he's as he's doing, or steal his little and then device. That would actually make a really interesting Rick and Morty episode, where like sneak a in. real person's insert, like you know, yeah. a real meta kind of take on it, like. Uh, and then they'd like, Morty, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's this, you life know, this weird from, guy. And yeah, there's a new life yeah. form in there. And it's just like this whole thing about how incompatible that is with yeah. how like a fan Simpsons imagines Simpsons it. episode, isn't it? Where um, he goes through a portal and then goes into the real world accidentally. And it's like yeah, a 3D oh, yeah. And they did like an IMAX 3D like version of that episode as well, which is quite interesting. I don't, I saw that in Bristol actually. Yeah. Um, but then it was it was still quite old and shit CGI again. So right, right, still quite basic. Did you live in but, that world. Um, what the Simpsons or just his hybrid Simpsons? The Simpsons, uh, the Simpsons world uh, seems pretty pretty bad. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. There's nothing that's it's just America, isn't it? In the nineties, yeah. I've thought my answer, and I oh, need to remember okay. what it is. Hold on. Um, sure. Well, you've got it though in your head that you've. It's there. Why is it the Great Mouse Detective from 1986? I mean, there's mouse. so many, like, there's so Maybe many good, like, actual um, worlds, definitely. But, no, Tailspin, for me, would be just okay. really fun. Yeah. God, I don't uh, know that one. So, he owns a flying boat, and he flies yeah. around <laughs> the forests, like, dumping water on stuff. They're, like, ski out the this. back of it. Uh, it just felt like a very wholesome, sort of fun thing. Yeah. I think that could be quite enjoyable, just to be in Tailspin for a bit, bit of a curveball. I think I know Tailspin. What characters are in Tailspin? Is it um? I, I mean, you is, might it, is it Baloo? Like, because like I've always Tailspin. felt like it was the it same. Looks like Baloo. Baloo from Jungle Book. Like it, it is. 
a lot oh, like him. Yeah, I know the one. It yeah. rings a bell, right? Yeah. He does look a lot. Yeah, I remember that. Probably the, shared animation style, you know. I'm sure. They're probably like, oh, Blue was really popular. We should make a character that looks like him Yeah, for a show. But they had, well, yeah, they uh, had, a, they had like a, a, a seaplane that they would like hire out for adventures. And I was just like, that sounds like a fun job. Yeah. What about um, if you had to pick a film character or Toy Story? Toy Story, Story would, be would be interesting because yeah. but are you just a toy toys... in it? Like, what is well, your perspective? I well, in this, I guess maybe not. You only yeah. get to be one of those horrible toys that Broken the kid ones. next door yeah. um, manufactured. That's the mm-hmm. only way you could get into the Toy Story world. What do you think you'd be? Would you be like? I'd be like half a Stretch Armstrong glued onto like maybe a like a fire truck or something. I'd be the Barbie legs with the fishing rod. Yeah, for the yeah. rest of the body. Okay. What would be the worst cartoon world to live in? <laughs> the worst cartoon world? Um, uh, Doug. Watership Down. Do you, remember, do you ever watch Doug? <laughs> watership Down. <laughs> Doug. Yeah. Doug was just so bland. Miserable. Arthur. Actually, Arthur. Do you remember yeah, Arthur? It was so boring. Yeah. There's something about Arthur. I don't know what it is, but that it cartoon was so, drove like, me crazy. Tame. It was just like unbelievably tame, wasn't it? Nothing exciting yeah. ever happened. And it was always that, just like imagined slights. Like, DW won't let me say the things yeah. I'm thinking with my friends. You know, it's like, why do I care about this? Yeah, that and the art style annoyed me. And that yeah. and oh, yeah. Rugrats are in partnership with oh, that. I would on. not let you I can't believe you guys dislike Rugrats Big as much disdain. as you do. It's awful. It's an art. It's a fucking no, art form, Rugrats. I didn't enjoy it. It's just gross i hate it um Ugh. things i do like though let me power list you through other worlds oh, i'd sure. love to live okay, in for yeah. a week okay. uh star wars clone wars because oh, okay. it's the star wars universe boom that'd be cool um i'd also want to be a jedi thank you futurama <laughs> would be interesting oh, yes i quite like to be in futurama that would be cool uh because you're basically in space mm-hmm. and in the future samurai jack because it's got some really cool vivid environments mm-hmm. um Toontown from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be interesting. I don't know if I'd want Just to... Just messing around with Acme products it's, all the time. It's, yeah, uh, he looked very annoyed being there. But that was uh, the character. How to Train Your Dragon, I was thinking, would be cool okay. That would well, be a fun because, world. Yeah, the existence of dragons. dragons yeah. hanging out with you. Uh, any Studio Ghibli world, because they're pr- quite oh, pretty. It's yeah. like rural Japan, mm-hmm. spirited away. I'd just like to live in one of those abandoned houses next to a spirit. I guess, uh, like, that, what we're really asking is here is, like, if, if you were touring cartoon worlds, like a tourist, yeah. essentially, like, which ones would you go to? Because, the, mm. you know, all these worlds who kind of sound like destinations almost, don't they? Like, oh, yeah. I'd like to go yeah, and, and see. It's like a week trip, isn't it? Yeah. So, the yeah. Page Master. Does I remember that? With Macaulay Culkin. Page Master. Oh, he goes into a cartoon world and he's got access to every book and story. I think I have seen it from a long time ago. Though. That's literally a I can visit any place I want to. What about yeah. he's Wallace got like Harry Gromit. Potter glasses on? <laughs> Does Wallace and Gromit yeah. count as a cartoon though? I guess not. I mean, if yeah, if, I yeah. mean, we count CG. You yeah, count exactly. a Toy Story. Exactly. Yeah, Wallace and Gromit looks so, just quite satisfying. I don't know what it is. There's something about all the animation styles. It's just yeah, it's whimsical. It Are is. you afraid yeah. of the dark? Does that count? That's actually just a what like a, <laughs> a live drama. action horror. Teen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen yeah, horror. Yeah. Teen horror, which yeah, it was terrible. I used to really enjoy at the time. Yeah, I but enjoyed the it. But, now, looking but looking back, back on it, cool. it's awful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, at the time. I think it was like quite well presented and it was sort of like 
a, a look at Amer- what we thought was American teen life as well, which is like, you yeah. know, this- going into a camp, having campfires every night. Yeah, exactly. Telling each other ghost stories. And, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that did happen. I'll tell you one that. Another one I wouldn't want to be in is Alice in Wonderland because yeah. I think that would be terrifying. Trippy. Very because trippy. You just be chased around by that queen who wants to cut yeah, your head off. Sooner that than reboot. Some wacky LSD stuff. Yeah, Earlier when you um, said you wanted to be in the Star Wars Clone Wars era, it's like there's literally like ultra nationalist like yeah, <laughs> war yeah. going on. You're worried about yeah, you get, a queen trying to chop your head off. Yeah, but what, lightsabers though. What about? There's nothing cool in the Alice in Wonderland world that I'd like to have. No, Basically, really you want it? to be empowered and not disempowered because Alice yeah. in Wonderland, yeah. the world was entirely disempowering of her. It would yeah. take all of her. Just people. And just or tri- a, it was trippy. The people card. confusing. The, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of um, trippy things there. But one thing I was thinking of was, um, do you know an episode of South Park where they kind of integrate heavy metal? Um, that film oh, from the yeah, 80s the with film. all the music stuff. But then everything's like boobs. That place looks right. fucking hilarious and would be so funny <laughs> to go to. And just like that art style is really kind of like, I don't really know what the style is called, but it's really interesting. I, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that episode really well. <laughs> so Major, boob- Major boobage. Major boobage. Yeah. yeah, yeah that and was every like, planet episode. was like boobs and well, it's just it's, it's funny. It's very, um, it's, it's Masters of the Universe is I think the style. Yeah, yeah that the, is that 80s mm-hmm. style yeah. cell. Oh, man, if you like that, Ross, you should watch Masters of the Universe, the new season, uh, the new series on Netflix. I think okay. you'd. Re- I started watching it the other day because I saw the little trailer for it, and I'm like, okay, this looks like kind of kind of crazy and interesting. It's it's basically just an ex- um, an exercise in in just enjoying 80s tropes, essentially. Yeah. Um, and it's got like Liam Neeson voices one of the characters, uh, oh, for nice example. Exercise. And the post, and you got awesome. Mark Hamill as uh, what's his face, Skeletor. Yeah, it's really good. Awesome. I, I, I would give it a watch. I think you might yeah. enjoy it. It's not quite like Major Boobage, and obviously, like the style yeah, is, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is it's different. The comedy, isn't it? That's but it, it's yeah, it's uh, nice. yeah. really interesting. I'd live in the Peter Pan world. Peter Pan yeah. world. Yeah, that one's a fun one. I'd God. live in the Hercules world. Hercules mm. Disney movie. I don't know. If, oh, the Disney Before movie. The oh, okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Disney movie. Yeah. Lego movie. I'd like to be in the Lego oh, world. Oh, the Lego movie's pretty good, actually, yeah, saying that. It's just like, where I, I think it would be more annoying, though. They, they listen well, to that probably. song every day, and as long as yeah. you can break out, like you're at the breakout period where they've kind of, you know, decided to go on All adventures. Right, the the rather Batman than, Lego movie. So, yeah, the one basically. That, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Sure. Um, um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, like, I mean... There's probably loads of really cool so cartoon options. places it'd be nice to live or or try uh, or be in, but um, it's for a week, so you get to you get yeah. to get the best of it without having to deal with living there. But you could die in so that week, I think, so it's dangerous. Yeah, I think we had plenty of options there. Yeah, there you go. let us know yours your thoughts um, at home. Uh, let's fax us, please. Thank you. Oh, we've got the facts. I, I want to live in Dino Crisis. God. Oh my god, that could be another one. Like, what video game world would you live in? Yeah. Uh, we can do that another like time, Turok. perhaps. Oh my god, just all the Did dinosaur you play ones. Turok? Yeah, wasn't yeah. as good as Dino back, Crisis, I used to though. love it at the time. I was, like, oh yeah, that's great. But looking back, man, oh. that was a train wreck. We had such a huge like dinosaur fetish in the late nineties, early well, noughties. Yeah. And Jurassic great. World still got franchise it. Just it never left now, really. Yeah. It never no, left true. for me. Um. Welcome to the review of death. 
a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60 year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Anyway, patron selected our second one, if you'd mm-hmm. like to yeah. see what that one is. If you could ask your future self from the year 2050 one question, what would it be? Now, this could get very depressing very oh, quickly. So. Man. Yeah, I, I do like this question. It's very thought-provoking, <clears throat> but yeah. Do you know we'll be, it's a bit different from we'll like, be 60. what cartoon world would you want to be in? <laughs> I think we'll be uh, 60 then, won't we, basically, almost. I guess in the in the idea that you could branch your timeline, right? You could change things if you ask this person the question mm. in, in the now, so you don't end up as that person. For example, uh, so I would ask, uh, what thing should I stop doing now? Uh, yeah, what's the one thing you regret, or something like that? If it's just one question, yeah, but it'd be such a major thing, wouldn't it? Because like, I think I think that you could yeah. probably tell roughly what your regrets may I regret be. Being born. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, but I mean, I think it's unlikely that you would, or you might, in the next thirty years, develop some form of new regret. I think that there's probably a lot of things you think about on the daily that, in the future, you will still think about and go, "Shit, no, that wasn't the right call," or "That was the right call," or you know, that kind of thing. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a reason that you can't talk to your future self because really, you're not meant to mull over your past too much are you it's just not really yeah. helpful to second guess yourself that much it depends if it's, if it's to get you out of danger but of course and it's just future. like well you could do this and you wouldn't end up you know maybe you're about to do a crazy jump off a ledge because you think it's fun to do for a video or something and then don't do that they might say because then you've broken both your legs and but that, yeah, if that was your only yourself. i guess like yeah you know am i, mean? I like, dead that, in that <laughs> scenario sure. am i dead or have Badly injured in the future, I guess, would be one thing to ask, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, we all got sent into a room. It's like, okay, you're about to talk to your 2050 self. Uh, me and Smith go in, and we're like, wow, that, holy crap. I've, I've got a whole new lease of life. I've got something new to aim for. Ross just comes out. It's like, didn't connect. <laughs> Called and connect. It's, yeah, it's not that weird. What's going on? It didn't work. Uh, it didn't get through. It didn't work for me, guys. So I guess I'll just watch out. <laughs> Look both ways when I cross the road, I guess. I'll just keep on living that raw dog in life, you know. <laughs> well, live every day like it's your last. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I know it's. I strangely thought of this yesterday. Well, I was thinking of the year 2050 because what was, what was it? I read an article that said something about your metabolism um, pe- peaking at age one, and then between the ages of 20 and 60, it basically stays the same or similar. So, and then when you hit 60, bam. That's what do you mean you, by metabolism? metabolism? Sorry. I guess, well, metabolism, I guess, when you, pro- like, the way your body, you know, processes things, right? Yeah. Like, like food and whatever. 
Um, but do you mean about like muscle? Because muscle growth yeah. and generation becomes more difficult as you grow older. Regard, yeah. like I think from we about were just talking about, I guess, probably, onwards. Yeah, food control basically and stuff like that. So, well, it's everything. Like yeah. metabolism is like the entire body's processes, <clears throat> every chemical process, right? Mm. So it's like from organ repair and everything, breathing, yeah. eating. So it's basically your body functioning correctly. Mm. Yeah, I guess. But anyway, I did, did, I did the math, and we got twenty-seven years, guys. We left. have twenty-seven years left to enjoy our metabolism. Enjoy our bodies. Is. Maybe even work yes, on it are. so that you get to that stage where it's not going to be so bad. But that's Bam, that. I mean, that's like 2050. So it's 2048, I think. Yeah. 2048. I was. Po- right. I, I would actually um, see that quite positively because I think yeah. that is my entire known life again. You know, yes, as in yeah, my. Yeah. We we aren't going to remember when we're like two or three or four in any particular detail. So like, I yeah. don't remember last week. Like yeah, I mean Trot's basically a goldfish living in bliss. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's fine. Sure, that's limit? enough. That's I, I'd be happy with that. I hope I make it that far. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another, uh, another twenty-seven. You, you can have twenty-seven mm-hmm. years of conscious effort and enjoying focusing on the best possible life you could have. This yeah. is why I'm playing an MMO. I think it's for the it's the first it's the first time I've even thought about like how long is might be left. And that was very daunting. Yeah, oh, wow. I'm just like oh, like yeah. 27 years. Like so, I've done 33. Hmm. God, and I can't remember everything. I'm glad I filmed a lot. Well, it's, yeah. I could I could take a decade out of the life I've had so far and be like, that's a that's a redo. I didn't really right. need that. Yeah. Like, there's a whole section of like up till 10 years old. I imagine which are. Yeah, I'd argue were quite formative, sure. sure but yeah. I don't remember half of it. No. And you, and and you like didn't a have a say in my entire in life so far. Like you, yeah. you, did, you didn't have a say in it either. So it sounded like more of an exposure period. And yeah, however just, you're, you're formed from from that exposure, mm. you kind of got to hope that you come out all right. Really, um, so I still feel like I'm a bit of a sponge. I'm still yeah. like. Well, I don't think that ever ends, right? You're never like truly. I am now myself, and I am never changing this self anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like I'm kind of rounding off now and I'm starting to utilize what I've learned and re- understand what I've not learned and uh, carry that forward and kind of carve out my own path in a way. Um, I think like the th- yeah. what's probably important to remember is that there are different approaches to life. And, and we at the moment are probably partly going through a phase where we have the time and energy to perhaps examine ourselves or perhaps examine our life like i think some quite a lot of people are in different walks or different approaches to life where perhaps that doesn't take as much of a front seat like as in the the self-reflection the self-improvement the the learning even i mean even just to learn you know just to like some some people i'm not saying this is myself but i know there are some people out there who will just go and learn something new like as in they will like go and get another degree or they'll mm-hmm. learn a language or something you know like just as that's their they don't perhaps they don't have kids or something like that like that is just their approach yeah. so i i mean like yeah it's hard to like bear that in mind i suppose when you're but yeah i know i'm, I'm kind of feel like i'm at that spot in my 30s where i'm sort of like Oh, I have the time, and like you know, we have we have quite a lot of time. Us personally, oh, yeah. as the three of us, we have a quite lucky, um, and we spend that time thinking about that sometimes. But I guess a lot of people, just especially at our age right now, don't have time to think about that at all because of, yeah, there are, other, there are other more important pressing matters. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, but yeah. I feel like a lot of people had time in this pandemic to kind of just think about yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
counting the days yeah <laughs> yeah like, i could yeah i was just more I like 60 so how long is that oh fuck bloody hell 27 doesn't sound like much but i guess that yeah that is a lot really when you think about it in terms of fuck 27 years. i know what you mean though i i've definitely been thinking a little bit like that not necessarily counting the days or anything like that but just thinking like man this has been like nearly two years now and i mean i'm not expect I, I didn't go into this expecting <clears throat> it to be like a three month in three month out thing i didn't i had no idea no expectations and i still have no expectations yeah. um but it is pretty weird like the three of us especially we morphed to, into how we work now quite easily frankly i mean yeah. like there's other sh- stuff that's been going on in our lives that obviously has caused challenges or whatever but like we were luckily able to sort of start streaming from home, start doing mm-hmm. this sort of stuff like fairly easily. Yeah. Um, but like we were always kind of presumed that we would just go back quite soon or this would just be a temporary thing. And then it, and yeah. it bleeds through to like a year and a half in. We're still not totally comfortable with working in the same ways or certainly not traveling in the same ways we did. Um, and that is just like, man, when the hell are we going to get back to doing like that awesome stuff? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, so do like, I still feel like I'm on pause mode almost. Yeah, as weird exactly. As that sounds, I, I, but that's probably a routine thing, I think, I imagine. Because obviously when, you, when you've, you've been doing something for, you know, what, 10 years, you then think, well, you know, what do you do after the pause mode? Do you just go back to normal? Or do we find a cool way to inter- integrate those two things? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the next step. I think we get step. very good at adapting. Humans are good at adapting and becoming the new norm, right? So yeah. I feel like in lockdown, despite it being a huge fundamental change and thinking that it's temporary, mm. we have adapted to this way of life as much as we like it or hate it. Yeah. It's tolerable now. Mm. And we've found mm-hmm. our own little ways of like, maximizing and improving this situation for ourselves yeah and i feel like some people are going to be a little bit agoraphobic after all this because they're worried of the outdoors and like just the the normal stuff that we used to take for granted always now has a conscious choice behind it of like Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be too close to this what if i do get covid is always on our minds um and wearing a mask and stuff it's going to fundamentally change social interaction everything has to be planned now um or at least for me there's a bit more thought that, around it right yeah yeah i know a lot of people don't really care as well or they've had it or whatever and they have a different perspective on it but that's the, at least the way i'm thinking about it so you know the idea of going back to the norm there's a part of me that's anxious about it as mm-hmm. well as it being exciting yeah. it's like on, on top of us just like saying let's just go around the uk and do tours and stuff there's also like every single place we stop at how are they handling covid right now where are we staying mm-hmm. uh what are they anti-vaxxers etc <laughs> etc yeah. et yeah. is the car alarm going stay off out? is the car alarm going off i don't care i paid for this <laughs> so. well tell your kids uh, you accepted it they can stay <laughs> up all night for like uh... <laughs> that is a reference uh, yeah to looking back on all that stuff <laughs> Um, we've had plenty of time to look back on all our trips and stuff. Yeah. And we've done a lot of reaction content on mm-hmm. it. And every time I watch it, I'm like, that was great. Like, that yeah. was... Even if I never do it again, I'm so glad that that existed. And I'm yeah. sure we are going to do it. I'm just mm. saying, like, if it... It's just that uncertainty reason. of just, like, when. Because, obviously, yeah, like you say, travel, it's even around the UK and stuff, it's not the easiest. And, you know, we, I, I think it's important to set an example, like, in what we do. Because you have a lot of eyes on you, so you want to make sure that... You know, people aren't just watching you being reckless just just for the views or whatever. So it's just like, well, we'll be yeah. responsible with it because fuck. I mean, we're in our thirties. We're not, you know, 
going to be irresponsible with the audience we have, I don't think. So but I, I don't know about you. That's why we haven't rushed back to do the same stuff as normal. Well, I, I, I kind of know, I, I'm going to presume, and I kind of know you guys think like this, but I very much feel like we've, we're in the fucking minority, though, thinking like that. Like, yeah, in, in, no, among, agree, among, yeah. among content creators, like... I mean, like, basically, content creators are just hedonists, aren't they? They're people that put... Well, I mean, we're, we're all, in a way, we're all like it. We are people that live a lifestyle that we hope is exciting and interesting enough for yeah. other people to be interested in it. Um, it's hard to be and, exciting right now, yeah. Yeah, it's so... Exactly. I mean, like, it's just like the Bo Burnham song about, like, like trying to make comedy in a time like this, you know? Like, yeah. not we're not even, you know, comedians or, you know, he has to go up on stages and all that sort of shit. Like, yeah, I'm not different. comparing us directly to him, but it feels yeah. like that, you know? Like, where you're just like, well, I'd love to do all these things, but I feel like we're just going to be, like, I don't know. And then, like, you you know, you see your friends or whatever or people you know just, like, posting pictures of them on their, like, second holiday this yeah. year. And you're just yeah, like, yeah. man, what am I, why am I doing this? You know, like, why, yeah. why should I bother? Like, now I've got my second vaccination. I'm mm. just like, well, I mean, it's not... What I'm doing isn't making a difference anymore because yeah. not enough people are doing it. So all I'm doing is holding myself prisoner. And we have a shitty government that Mm. gives us no guidance and no feeling of of that we can trust them so we're just sort of we're almost like becoming victims of our own cautiousness and and, and i'm not saying it's it's i'm not criticizing people who wish to be cautious or anything like that i you know i wanted to be like this as well but i do feel as though like there's enough of society and there's enough people in leadership that are just saying yeah just do what you want that you either do what you want or you hold yourself a prisoner like Mm. everybody else has made that risk choice for you now and that fucking sucks but practically speaking what are we going to do about it like you know like we can try and be as careful as possible and we still can't travel and i wouldn't advise us to well we can travel a little bit but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say we should go. I, I love the travel. We all do, but I wouldn't say we should do it because of the potential absolute ball aches that that could create for ourselves. Yeah. You know, like the extra money just doing all of the tests Isolation, and all of the right visas. And, if yeah. any of us have to quarantine, the kind of conditions people are having to quarantine in are terrible as well. You know, mm. like it, it. It would. I really wouldn't advise it. Yeah. But people are still doing it, and also there's all this fucking news recently. Of like, like, oh, this person had a terrible experience in a quarantine hotel. I think it's disgusting. Like, I yeah. saw an article on the BBC. The BBC quickly turning into sort of a lot more clickbait on there recently. Um, there was one about like, oh, this person went to Ibiza to have a holiday just to get away from it all. And then they got stuck in a really crappy hotel. And they're like, oh, the food was always cold turning up. And I'm like, I'm fucking sorry. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I'm a lefty. I'm meant to be overly empathetic here, but I have no fucking empathy for people that go on holiday. Like, we're all suffering. We're all mm. suffering. We all want to do it. We all want to break. It's hard. But then you go away, and then the BBC pushes a thing where they're outraged that they're getting crappy yeah. service in a hotel. <laughs> like, I mean, god damn, how fucking entitled are we? Like, yeah. God, God. It's a weird uh, thing to encourage, yeah, because it's just like, well, you've put yourself out there, you knew the risks, yeah. and that's it, you know. I saw the other day that yeah. you, you you can travel to places like Afghanistan, like as a tourist, which I read. <laughs> and, then and then it said, if you want to travel as a tourist, here are the following <laughs> things to watch out for. You know, you don't want to get kidnapped or whatever. It's just yeah. like, oh my God, like who's actually going, yeah, I'm going to go there for a bit, just check it out, see what's going yeah. on. Well, Because um, they're definitely trying to get people back out, obviously, for good reason. Sorry? There's a, yeah, there's a few very good books. There's one that I read in college called um, Holidays in Hell. 
Um, oh. And it was about um, a God. freelance journalist who used to go to war zones. Yeah. And like the first chapters about him in, I, I don't know where it is. It's some, somewhere in the Middle East, unsurprisingly, I think. And um, like, he's just like, yeah, as I'm writing this, I can hear the rockets falling six blocks down and like all this sort of stuff. But yeah, people go there and they, yeah. they but I mean, I don't think you'd turn up with like a family of five yeah. and like inflatable sandals on Where's and trying to yeah. Where's the pool? <laughs> yeah. Any theme park? Look around you. Come on. There's shit going on. Yeah. Um, it's for that eye opening yeah. experience, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, they said they basically can't help you if you go out there because it's, you know, you're on you. Um, but I just found it interesting that there was a, any kind of real tourism there during a 20-year war. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah the, the war thing really is uh, off-putting. So just I'll hold bit. off. I'll go to Italy first. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Even though they got this, like, didn't they get like 50 degree temperatures like recently or 48.9 or something, which is the hottest yeah. in Europe, which is crazy. Yeah. Everything yeah, on we'll fire. used to it. Yeah. It's, it's um, just going to keep happening. All right, let's let's move on to funny news. <laughs> if there wow. is any funny let's. news to be had, indeed, there will have to be a point. Like this. Fourteen minutes ago, where there's an ad, so apologies for yeah. that because uh, <laughs> okay. we just went off on one there. Apologies. Uh, mm. So yeah, anyway, moving on. Funny news. There's one here that I think you might have put in. Is this one that was shared to us? Is the UFO one? Is this one this is, Smith linked? Yeah, or is it the one no, up no, above? No. Uh, at the top Can't there, just assume that every every UFO thing is me. Come on, I I, I just sent in. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, going to spark an alien debate, though. So okay. this was sent in by Sad Pair, okay. a moderator on our Twitch chat. Nice, nice, um, nice. This is why I don't go camping in the deserts of the west of West Texas. Okay. Are they aliens? Who knows? And this is what the article is all about. Land lobsters from hell are emerging <laughs> in Big Bend after summer rains. Look at these things. Oh, my God. Rain doesn't just bring in flood. It also awakens creatures that appear to come from the depths of hell. How big Uh, are they? Big Bend National Park in Texas shared a photo this week of a visitor near the campsite. Uh, Vinegaroon, a sort of ungodly land lobster that can shoot acid from its tail. And apparently the Vinegaroon is on the hunt for food and love, aren't we all? Uh, How do you spell that? Vinegaroon. Vinegaroon. So vinegar and oon on the end. Double O-N. They're like a, more of an insect than a... They're, they're closer How to a scorpion. They? Quite yeah, big. They're spraying acid, though. I mean, that's... If there, were tw- if there were 30 of them spraying acid at your ankles, you'd be probably... They look, they, they look little much bit more... Basically, vinegar that they spray, oh, hence the name. Okay. 85% acetic, acetic acid. Okay. Uh, or vinegar. There are lots of the ants. There are oh, lots of ants that can spray that as well. Uh, yeah. God, put it on my chips! God, yes. But, <laughs> Get me chips. Get me yeah, green. They look like a, a kind of either... Sp- Spider or scorpion, but they—I mean—they're really Sounds gross. Terrifying. Yeah, they're, but then I mean, there are loads of scorpions in the. Day. It's strange that they think this is a UFO. This is quite a wild. <laughs> no, I think this is just a wild thing going on. Yeah. It's not UFO. It's right. just it's, uh, these crazy mm. land lobsters are emerging. Oh, after that's a crazy sad. Pair asking if they're aliens. I yeah, see. Sorry, I, see, I thought the article yeah. suggested they could be aliens. It was just aliens. a comment. Yeah, no, that's great. Comment, I mean, yeah. they're pretty cool. I, mm. I mean, it's. America, remember when we were at the uh, like three rivers and there was that big old bug that landed on the side of the tent? Oh, you know, remember we were having like fried yeah. chicken or something at that that place down the road at three rivers, mm. and um, mm-hmm. there was that big. What was that? That was um, something that came out of the river. I can't remember what they're oh. called. Are they, they are an ant lion, maybe. No, wait, that's isn't that something from? No, I think it might be an ant lion. What is yeah. it? Yeah, like? Oh, 
Oh my god, there's a picture of Vindigroon. It's kind of like it is oh, very scorpion-like, isn't it? Very scorpion-like. Yeah, it's um, pretty gross. Do you know how big it is, Trot? At all? Is it like this? Uh, like, like, like a few a inches. Foot. A foot, or maybe under a foot. Yeah, they're not a Dig foot trot. God, they're not a if they're foot. a foot, that would be they're, 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 they're about the size about of a hand. Five, okay. six inches. They're five inches. Right. They're a bit about a hand, about about width of a hand. Okay, I reckon we could breed Still, them to though, get bigger. Though. We could definitely I mean, breed imagine a hundred of them spraying vinegar at you. Just get your chips ready. Yeah, you know? come on, lads. Cook one of these oh, up. You you, 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 way, you, you squeeze them over your chips, then chuck yeah. them in the boiler. Like, <laughs> crunch these these scorpion creatures over your chips. That's so got gross. A, another one, Ross. You got another funny news to wrap um, up. I was going to show you the UFO thing. Yes, show us the UFO thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show us that. Well, because I thought this could be about UFOs, and you guys were like, "Have you seen anything about UFOs recently?" And I was it's like, "Well, same. have you seen the triangles?" Uh, this isn't recent. Have um, you seen the triangles? So like pyramid shape. Just watch it and then tell me what you think. Okay, so there's a, All right, sure. a video here of... Um, we have to describe it, of course, people are listening. Uh, looking through a night vision lens of some sort, yep. and it's zooming in at the sky, and there is a... You know when you look at, like, cat's eyes, and you just get a single triangle instead, and it's right. kind of reflective, like high-vis yeah. in the sky. It's a perfect... It's like pulsing, um, isn't it? ...triangle. Is it pulsing? Yeah. It's like a pulsing triangle, like green it's triangle. It's like it's flickering. Okay. And what it do they have to say on and about off. this? Beep. Beep. Now, that could have been uh, anything, really. Uh, it's so blurry it, every and wobbly. Every UFO footage out there is like this, where it's just really hard to tell what's going on. And obviously, that's, I guess that's why it's unexplained. Um, in that it sense. is hard to get that footage, though, or as you know, Ross, when you took uh, yeah, video yeah, there was of a, a helicopter. helicopter flying above, and I was just like trying to take a decent picture of like it flying. And it just looked; it had its light on, and it just looked like a UFO. I was like, "Wow, yeah, that, that's as easy as that." You take a picture with your phone, don't really try hard, and bam, a helicopter's suddenly a UFO. So it is very hard to believe some of this footage. But like, what, what have they got to say about these triangles? And have they done any research into what this might be? Not really. Or research. did you see the video and go, "Wow"? I mean, that the article says newly leaked video. This was, um, like I say, it's April. It's of an uh, F-A-18 fighter. April, April. This, April this year. Newly leaked video of flash and triangle-shaped objects that flew over the U.S. warship is real, the Pentagon said, after UFO investigators released a clip, several other puzzling photos online. Um, the, uh, well, this filmmaker Jeremy Corbell. The George photos and videos were distributed by Doug. Yeah, so the, the video you just watched there, mm-hmm. um, I believe, weren't taken. So the video you just watched was taken from a person on a ship. So oh, they were okay. on the deck and they were looking yeah. through night vision, um, basically oh. as an observer, just looking out for stuff like okay. people on warships do. And and then this is they recorded essentially this with their, I imagine, their phone maybe through the scope. Through um, the lens, yeah. What they could see. Now, I think the most likely explanation for this would be uh, radar or ship targets. So, like, yeah. there are there are like these these things you can put up in the air that are often these kind of geometric shapes that mm-hmm. are designed as targets for aircraft, for ships, for a lot of different things um, because of the way they have those big flat surfaces on them. Um, I think I imagine it makes it perhaps more detectable to radar um, okay. for, for targeting to give them good solid locks. I don't know whether that's true, but I'd say that's probably one of the more likely explanations of what these are. Mm. Um, but that's a good point. I mean, I, think I don't. I don't the think they're jets a... because they're not. They're, they're not really flying. A, 
I mean, they could more be. suspended. I, I think it's, um, yeah, exactly. It's more likely that they're like hovering under a balloon or being suspended somehow by something. Looking at the footage again, every light source, including all these little speckles of stars, I assume, mm -hmm. are having a distorted lens. Look, look at this. So I've paused it. And you look at all these specks yeah, around, so those which are stars. stars. Looks like yeah. They stars, all yeah. share the same shape oh, in okay. a way of the triangle. Because I, I believe that what you were looking at isn't actually a triangle. I think it's because mm. it's a lens, lens shooting shape. through another lens. It's creating a uh, uh, the aperture is a different shape or is distorted in some way. Mm -hmm. And therefore, all the light sources are kind of being distorted into that shape as well. Yeah. So it could well not be a triangle. Because you can put like... Um like a triangle thing around your, no, not a triangle, like a star shape around your lens. And every yeah, kind of, bokeh. every, yeah, bokeh kind of like effect suddenly, suddenly looks like a star. So that's, yeah, I guess that's what that's, one that's way doing. But I mean, it, it could be a plane. Who fucking knows? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, it could look, it could be the way the a helicopter is flying around. <laughs> and like you say, the, the shape of the aperture may be influencing how that light. One thing to remember is that's mm. night vision. So all of those light sources were either light or they can be ir so infrared right, okay. and yeah. and okay. one way to make night vision work better is to use an infrared emitter which acts like a um a torch yeah. for night vision but human eye can't right. see it other other yeah. night vision i mean it, it's unlikely if they're in a war zone because other places other things can see your um, infrared emissions but like i mean i yes i think I don't think it's entirely right to be entirely like just like this cannot be anything else. Mm -hmm. I think looking at the yeah. objects, there is definitely some tangibility. I mean, you might not be able to see it on this stream, but Google the footage. It's still not great. And what you've said and what people have said in chat is, is reasonable. Um, I do yeah. think that it yeah, looks as though being an object, object is moving around. Um, yeah. This is why I was like, I, th I thought it would be more likely a radar um, target or something like that, because radar targets can look like this. Um, because I think it does look physical. Personally, I think it looks like a physical object. But like you say, the way that cameras and the way that things take in light severely affect the shape. The I was reading about um, um, reading about uh, the the Flying Dutchman the other day, which was this legendary um, ship that haunted the seas. You know, during um, I guess like. Pirates of the Caribbean based yeah, on our movies like on. 17th century I don't know well a few hundred years ago at least but a lot of it apparently came from the way that light interacts with the ocean and how the mirage yeah, yeah there's a there's a phenomena I think it's called looming and this is where like the word when somebody looms over you um, comes from and it's to do with how um, light can bounce off the ocean um, and curve around the curvature of the earth to allow things to appear further like things that are far away and shouldn't be seen there you go so something like that and oh, what okay. it is yeah. a floating is the, boat over the sea yes right. exactly yeah. and it's actually like a reflection of a ship you can't see over the horizon um, right. so if if that ship that you can see there was to come closer towards the observer eventually that effect would diminish and you'd see the exact same ship appear over the uh, horizon yeah. But um, yeah, the things that and 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 captains and, and experienced sailors at the time knew about all of these phenomena. Um, there's also it can also happen to <sighs> cliffs and things like that, like the, like uh, structures and cities on the coast were seem to be gigantic and like there's no way we can see those. Um, how are we seeing this over the sea? It's magic or it's um like you know the world is flat and all that sort of stuff. But it's just all about how light 
Look works. It. It's amazing, so, isn't it? It's an illusion. It's really crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's just a bad Photoshop. There's <laughs> <laughs> a huge Christ. barge just floating yeah, above massive. the waterline. It's crazy. Oh my God. But yeah, you can see like before the understanding of that, how it would be like, oh my God, it's a ghost ship or whatever floating yeah. above the... Should we hunt UFOs? Uh, Do you think we should try and go, just go out there and constantly look at the skies? <laughs> there was Do you think part, we'll be there for know, a long time was... doing that? There was a part of me when I was particularly really deep into the UFO stuff last year where I was like, man, if I can ever afford it, I, I would totally get like a pilot's license and just go out and fly and like just have a look around. Yeah. Like, because a lot of this stuff happens like just out the way a lot, seemingly right. a lot of the time, you know, like, like if you think about how much of the sky you can see from the ground, like... It's not very much, you know. The, you know when when airliners are up at thirty. The other thing yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. as a pilot, like I could get like a single engine pilot, I'd never be able to get to the kind of altitudes that a lot of these jets are getting to. Mm. All these other reasons why, of course, I didn't go to become a pilot to go and hunt mm. UFOs. But it seems like you have a much higher chance of interacting or seeing things up there if you are up in the air. You know, a lot a lot of yeah. the accounts are things like people who fly tourists sightseeing around South America. Like, yeah, we see weird shit all the time up here. You know, like that would be cool. I mean, it'd yeah. be cool to learn mm. to fly. Uh, That's one big thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then my sure. experience in the stunt plane, famously, of made me think, well, bloody hell, that was actually pretty bloody terrifying. Mm. Like, light, light aircraft are pretty sketchy. You are, it's a lawnmower strapped to the front of a very large glider, you know, yeah. like... <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, sketchy. Terrifying. Anyway, this has been a... A bumper long episode of discussion today. Mm-hmm. We've got through a lot. So I guess we'll just round it off here by saying thanks for the hypotheticals. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they created a, a lot of good discussion today. If you would like to help vote on the next one and support us and this podcast, please head to patreon.com slash hatfilms. Uh, we much appreciate it. You get credit at the end of the YouTube video mm-hmm. and you can watch all the visuals and stuff on our, our YouTube channel. Just search for Hat Chat Podcast on there and you'll find all these visuals of triangles and uh, horrible lobsters and stuff yeah. uh, on there. Uh, until then, uh, you also have our email, which you can send in like Sad Pair did. Any yep. articles, funny news that if you think of anything, or a fingle. So much like uh, Jesse at the start of this, if you have a fingle in mind, please create it. And I'd love to put it at the start and at the end. That would be awesome. Any final words? Uh, no final words from me. Look at uh, Keep your eyes on the sky. I was going to say, watch the skies. (laughs) Eyes on the sky. And we'll see you next week because they're weekly now. Sweet. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Welcome to the Hot Chat Show. Every guys you should not trust me. Oh, 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 oh,